Welcome in to the Beantown Boys podcast. Today is Friday, February 22nd, excuse me, February 21st, and we are coming off a very, very good day yesterday. Um, we went, uh, what did we go, 9-1, and one, I believe. Is that right, Mike? 9 or 8-1. and one. Yeah, 8-1, eight eight actually, um, last night in NCAA and uh, NBA action. I don't think we had any NHL plays, but anyway. I had one. Oh, yeah, the Vegas Golden Knights one, yeah. Um, so getting into today, um, real quick, we'll recap our plays. Uh, we'll give you a couple picks for tonight, and then we're going to record tomorrow morning uh, for uh, Saturday's slate as we get into March, March Madness coming up and stuff like that. So... Uh, I guess we'll start. I'll start with my recap. Uh, I gave four plays last night. They all won. Um, my best bet was Michigan State. Uh, they were coming off a bad loss. They won by 21. They were given 12. Uh, Hofstra minus four. They won by seven. Uh, Arizona State money line. They beat Oregon. And Northern Kentucky won. They covered the eight points. I think they won by like 15. So uh, that was my slate. I didn't add any. Um, like I said, follow us on the Action Network. Uh, also on Twitter, at Beantown Podcast. Uh, and then, Mike, you want to recap yours? Yep. So first game I was on was the uh, NJIT minus three and a half. Um, they covered wire to wire. Uh, they ended up winning by nine, but they were up double digits the majority of the game. Um, second one I was on was Eastern Kentucky money line minus 125. Uh, I believe they opened up the game up 16 to nothing. Um, it really wasn't close. I think they're up by 30 at half, ended up winning by 21. Um, then I was on the Vegas Knights money line, uh, plus 104. Uh, mm-hmm. they were, they were down early, but ended up winning five, three, um, Houston Rockets. I added minus 10. Uh, they they I think they were up by close to thirty after first quarter. They ended up winning by thirty, and then I added Utah minus three, um, clo- pretty competitive through the first half, but uh, they they did they ended up losing outright to UCLA by eleven. So that was the only loss for us uh, last night. Yeah, so it was a good night overall. Um... Yeah, I really enjoyed watching that uh, Oregon-Arizona State game. That was fun to watch. Uh, Pritchard almost put them on his back and uh, with a huge comeback before he fouled out. Uh, that game I watched. I didn't watch the Hofstra game at all. Michigan uh, State, I think they were – I think they were only up three at half. Yeah. They were down I, most of the first half too. Yeah, I was pretty confident that they were uh, – as long as they weren't losing at halftime, I thought they would pull away in the second half. A um, couple things about Michigan State is they had a season-high 21 turnovers yesterday. Uh, that scares me when you look at them coming come March Madness. And yeah. uh, also, they, they just seem like – I know they did last night, but they can, like, never put teams away. I mean, yeah. even – I was even nervous down to the last five minutes of that game. I mean, a couple threes from Nebraska, and, uh, you know, things can get a little hairy. But um, but their size, they have such great size uh, with Tillman underneath and uh, 
obviously Winston and uh and then they even got that Gabe Brown kid. He chipped in. I mean, if they get hot, they could they could go deep in the tournament. Yeah, they're probably the most dangerous team in in the tournament for a um for a value standpoint that that can make a deep run with their experience. Yeah, is there anything else you saw or anything from last night? No, um, no, I was all games. I didn't really watch any of the games that I was on. Thank God I. I almost added San Francisco minus, I mean, plus 16 and a half. I don't know if you saw the, I no, don't know I if you, add oh what my I God. they were winning at halftime and they didn't cover. They, they were winning by nine at half, getting 16 and a half points. They're down by about, they're down by like 10 with like a minute left and can, and they kept fouling Gonzaga. I think they were down 12 with 30 seconds left and they were still fouling. And uh, it was a 14-point game with 3.2 seconds left, two seconds on the shot clock, and Zaga had the ball, got tipped out of bounds. All Gonzaga had to do was just catch it, take a shot clock violation, and give the ball back to San Francisco. Instead, the A-holes on Gonzaga, who I swear they play to cover games. They, they, yeah. Their challenge is to cover spreads. They know they're going to win every game in their conference, so they just, they must just try and cover because yeah. the asshole on Gonzaga caught the inbounds pass and took a three like it was a, for the game, like as if the shot counted. You know, if this thing went in, they were going to win the game, but down two. Shoots a three from the corner and drills it, and the place goes nuts like the whole arena had money on Gonzaga minus 17. They end yeah. up covering the 17 when wow. after down nine at half. Wow, that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, going into tonight, um, I'll give my picks first, and then uh, and then uh, unless you want to go first, it's up to you. No, you can go. Uh, I got two plays on the Ivy League. Real quick on the Ivy League, um, only the top four teams make the t- their tournament. That's the only conference in the country where it's like that. Um, so there's eight teams in the league. Uh, the standings, real quick, is Yale. They're in. They're 18 and six. Harvard 16 and seven. They're in. Penn's 13 and eight. They're in. There's there's only five to six. Some teams have six games left. You said they only how many teams make the their conference Four. tournament, right? Four. Yeah, their conference tournament. So yeah. Yale, if it ended today, Yale would play Brown and Harvard would play Penn. Princeton, Dartmouth, Columbia, and Cornell would all be out. So, anyways, uh, Penn's thirteen and eight, Brown's twelve and nine, Princeton's eleven and ten, Dartmouth's nine and fourteen, and then Columbia and Cornell are done. They only have six wins each, so they're playing for nothing. Columbia and Cornell. So yeah. my game today is I'm going to take Dartmouth plus two. Okay, these two teams um, they play. It's Dartmouth Penn. They played um, on February 1st. It was a seven-and-a-half-point line, okay? Now it's only two. There's something yeah. wrong with this line. Dartmouth, okay, who they lost uh, – Penn covered barely. They won by eight. Dartmouth only scored 14 points in the first half of that game, okay? And then yeah. they followed that up by outscoring Penn 32-26 to 26 in the second half. And they barely, they almost covered that game. Now we're looking at at Dartmouth, okay? 
Dartmouth's playing for their uh, – they have to win these next few games. They're 9-14. and 14. they got to get to 12-9. and nine. They're going to need help, but they got to win tonight. It starts tonight. Um, and uh, Penn, like I said, they could probably go 3-2 and two and they'll still make it. So I'll, And I don't know what's up with the line. It was 7.5 last time, Penn giving 7.5. Now they're only giving 2. I know it's at Dartmouth, but I, I mean, I don't – I don't, I don't see the line flip on that one. So my first play is I'll take Dartmouth plus two. Um, that's my first play. My second play also from the Ivy League, I'll take Princeton plus seven and a half. Um, they got Harvard. Harvard, um, they're in the top two. They're basically playing for maybe to catch Yale if Yale falters, but I don't think they will. Princeton, meanwhile, they're one game out from passing Brown in into fourth position to make the tournament. Um, they played they played uh, Harvard last time. Uh, they actually beat them at Harvard, um, and now they got now they no that was at I'm sorry they beat them. Now they are at Harvard and they're getting seven and a half points. That's too many points for me. So yeah. I'll take Princeton plus seven and a half. And my last play is I'm going to take VCU minus one and a half. Uh, I think Marcus Evans is a game-time decision. Um, even if he doesn't play, the I watched St. Louis on Saturday. They lost to UMass. And the reason they lost to UMass was because UMass started full-court pressing in the second half, and St. Louis couldn't handle it. They're not going to be ready for VCU's full-court press for the entire game. And that's right. exactly what VCU is going to do VCU a lot of people are down on them I'm I, I'm not as much down on that I mean look at their last three games they have one really bad loss they lost to George Mason they should have never lost to them they also lost to at Richmond Richmond's a good team and they lost to Dayton Dayton's probably the best team in that conference so I even with Evans is out I'll still have that play I'll take VCU uh, minus one and a half um, couple leans uh, as far as NCAA. Um, I like Detroit Green Bay over 165. Yeah, uh, that Green teams, Bay team plays yeah. no defense, and they just, all they do is try and score. Yeah, the, that OD. Uh, they played January 18th. Uh, it actually went under. The first half went under. It was 74 and a half. Uh, the total in the first half was 38-36, and the total for the full game was 160. So after the first half went under, they followed that up with an 89-point second half, yeah. uh, which Green Bay, I believe they won. Yeah, they won 80-83. to 83. Um, I believe Green Bay did not cover. So I also leaned Detroit uh, to possibly win the game. But the main lean here is I think 165 should be no problem in that game. Um, and then uh, my other lean would be to the NBA, but I'll let you do the uh, NCA first. All right. Um, so my first play, 5 o'clock game, um, is Merrimack uh, minus 3. Uh, it just moved, it moved to minus 3 about an hour ago. Opened at 1.5. Uh, Merrimack at home. Uh, in a bounce back spot here after um, giving up a, a 10 point lead to Bryant at Bryant, um, uh, I believe Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday. 
Uh, pretty big game for them um, as they look to try and get the one seed in their in their conference. Um, they're playing Sacred Heart, who they Sacred Heart um, early January at Sacred Heart and won by won by eight. Um, they out they dominated them in the second half, where um, usually that's where you see like a coaching adjustment. So um, I think that I think that Merrimack writes a ship today um, and covers the three. Uh, I could see Merrimack winning this game by double digits, honestly. Um, I got Merrimack minus three. And then my next play, um, also in the Wisconsin-Green Bay-Detroit game, uh, I got Detroit in a pick Um Obviously, looking at lines here, I mean, I mean uh, records here, Green Bay 13-14, and 14, Detroit 6-21. Yeah, put, put me down at Detroit, too. Uh, huh? Make that a play. Put me down for Detroit, too. Yeah. yeah let's make that a play. Okay, so. A two, so two unit, yeah. So um, Detroit played Green Bay uh, about a month ago at Green Bay and only lost by three. They are six-and-a-half-point six dogs. Um, this is a team, Detroit, that I think is really going to um, really gonna be able to score against Green Bay. Green Bay plays no D. Detroit's really fast and athletic. They like to get out and run. And if Green Bay's not hitting their shots, I mean, they have nothing to really um, – you know, nothing, nothing else really right the ship for them because they play no defense. I mean, all they want to do is chuck threes and play up tempo. I mean, I, I don't see – they never take a – their offense has never ran under seconds in the shot clock. I mean, they, they shoot the ball within the first, you know, 15, 20 seconds of that shot clock. Um, and I think at home, Detroit's a solid side. They've had some decent wins in conference at home. Um, I like them in a pick them. All the money's on Green Bay, and the line just refuses to move the other way. Um, I think Vegas is happy to take that Green Bay money and uh, hope and, and uh, take the uh, Detroit side tonight. So I'm on I'm on Detroit pick them. Uh, we'll make that a two unit play because you'll you'll be on it too. Um, so then my next play for tonight uh, is Farley Dickinson minus one at home against Island University. Um, Farley Dickinson, another decent home team. Long Island, a terrible road team. Um, they played uh, – er, they also played in January, and Farley Dickinson lost by 14. Um, and so, I mean, looking at records and then looking at the last result, you would wonder why Farley Dickinson would be a, a one-point favorite, but that's just because Long Island's that bad of a road team. And I think Farley Dickinson, they might handle Long Island tonight and split the season series. But um, that's, a, that's about it that I have for in college – um, I was I was looking at a couple other lines. I own one who's been a good home team, but um, no play for me there. Maybe Niagara plus four against Fairfield, um, or the over in the Monmouth game for a couple leans if you want to, you know, have a lot of action tonight. But uh, maybe we'll add one later um, if if we start off well like we did last night. Uh, maybe we'll have a play. I'll add a play in that VCU St. Louis game. I also like uh, VCU in that game, um, so maybe maybe we'll double up there too, um, and add to Tim's play. But that's what I got tonight. Yeah, so that would be it for um, college. My one lean in the NBA is um, I like Cleveland plus six. I don't know what planet 
uh, anyone is on for Washington to be giving anybody that kind of <laughs> many points. I mean, I know Cleveland sucks too, and they got a lot going on with John Beeline, but I mean, that's way too many points in my opinion. Um, well, just lo- even looking at it, the eighty-two percent of the bet on Washington, seventy-nine percent of the money, and the line hasn't moved a a, a point or a half a point. Plus, right. plus the Cleveland players were doing anything they can to get Belon fired. So now they might be playing a little more motivated. They got Drummond back. You know, they got some young kids. I mean, it's not like when you look at shitty teams in the NBA, you know, at least you, you have young players trying to prove something, you know, that might play hard. J.B. Bickerstaff coming in as a coach. I, I like that play too, I mean, if, if you want to play something in the NBA. That's a decent yeah, side. I like that play. Um, I'm staying away from the NBA uh, for the next few days, but uh, I wish I didn't because the Hawks won outright last night, and that was my lean. Yeah. Uh, so, again, they won outright, getting about six points. They've been very good as a dog uh, this season. Um, NHL, do you have anything in the NBA? Yeah, I added a play earlier today. Um which the line, the total has moved a couple points since. Uh, I'm on the Celtics Wolves under 228. Um, reasoning for that is no Kemba and no Towns, but most importantly, Carl Anthony Towns is an all offense, no defense guy. I mean, he the the offense. Um, if you look at the statistics without Carl Anthony Towns, when he's when he's not in, their offense is absolutely terrible. Like probably the worst in the league when he's not in. And then he's – but also when he's in, the defense slips um, big time. And so if, you know, looking at it both sides, their offense is going to dip, but their defense might be stronger. Plus no Kemba for the Celtics. And also I like um, the fact that they're coming off the all-star break in that long layoff, especially for the Timberwolves who had no all-stars. They haven't played a real game in about a week and a half to two weeks. Um, I, I like them to come out very slow. And so you might even want to – could even throw like a half unit on the on the first half under as well. I think these teams come out slow, very sluggish, especially without uh, – for the Celtics, no Kemba. Um, I think that – I think these teams come out slow and it might affect them uh, going forward. And I don't think it's going to be a free throw game. I could see the Celtics winning this kind of going away um, with no free throws being a factor at the end. Yeah, that's a. Th- th- I, I lean towards that play too. Uh, one play I lean towards the NHL. It's also not a play, but because uh, I don't know who who the goalies are going to be, but I do like Calgary, Boston over five and a half uh, total goals. Uh, Calgary, their last five games, they've shut out one team, and then they've given up six, five, three, three, and four. Um, Two of those times were against Anaheim, who is not that – I mean, they, they don't have the most powerful offense out there. Uh, but Calgary, they've given up a lot of goals. They've also scored a lot of goals. Uh, I think that should get to at least six, especially if you can get it at five and a half. So that would be my only lean in the NHL. Um, do you have anything in the NHL? Yeah, NHL, I have two leans. Um, looking at Chicago, plus 111 at home against Nashville. Um, Nashville's coming off a couple tough games. Um, they they just dropped to Carolina uh, at home. 
they played two tough games against St. Louis back-to-back. Um, I like Chicago here at home. Chicago, a, a high-paced team. Um, I like them to score some goals tonight against, against Nashville. I don't think Nashville can keep up. So I, I, I like them, not a play, but a lean. And then my other lean here is um, Calgary um, plus 123 I'm seeing. I think you can get some better lines elsewhere. Um, but my book has 123. I like Calgary tonight. Um, Bruins on a road trip. Uh, th- I think they're going to lose a couple here on this trip. And I, I like Calgary. I like I like them as a home side tonight. Okay. So, yeah, if we get off to a good start, I might add the Bruins overplay. Um, um uh, as a play later on. Uh, I don't think that game goes till 9 o'clock. But uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, we'll what do you What do you think game. about What do you think about Oklahoma City minus one and a half against Denver tonight? Yeah, it's a tough spread. I don't know. Um, I'd probably lean Oklahoma City just because they're at home. They've been playing uh, well, but – I don't know after these All Star breaks uh, who's motivated, who's not, who's still tired, or yeah. I don't think I've been on the right side of a Denver Nuggets game all year. Yeah, they're a real tough team to bet. Um, they lose like all the time as big home favorites, uh, and they'll lose outright too. So yeah. I don't know. The NBA's really tough. Um, I stay away from that as a lot of uh, as much as I can. But college has been good. So those are the three plays that I'm on, and then you have four plays, right? Yeah, uh, Merrimack, Detroit. No, three. Merrimack, Detroit, and Farley Dickinson. Okay, yeah. So if we get off to a good start, we'll add something. So follow us on the Action Network app, uh, Beantown Podcast. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow probably about 10, 30, 11, it would just be I, – I wouldn't want to handicap the – it's such a good slate tomorrow. I, I see a lot of spots I like for the for college basketball tomorrow. Um, I don't want to just give out picks as soon as we see the lines, you know. Yeah. Um, so that will be that, and uh, we'll end it there. Anything else? No, that's it. Looking forward to right. hopefully Bye. we get – hopefully we get a win, some winners tonight and go into the Saturday slate strong. Yeah, I'll be good. So, all right, take it easy and uh, good luck. All right.